So I know you guys were waiting downstairs patiently. Thanks for being patient. Thank Go ahead you. and introduce yourself and tell us about what you're doing here at CES. Yeah, so my name is Jose Santiago. I'm the CEO and founder of Reboot Imagine. We're a next generation managed service provider, right? So what we do is we focus on forward facing technologies. Right now, virtual reality, augmented reality, and artificial intelligence are kind of taking over CES. And we are building a company with the DNA of, I am a tech, you know, from, from as early as I could probably remember. And when you start learning about the, you know, about technology and you start adapting the advancements, people start seeking your help, right? Nobody, everybody remembers, and they could probably relate with me if they're in the tech industry, they fix their parents' computers, their friends. That's right. We become nothing but glorified help desk techs, but we started realizing, oh man, virtual reality, augmented reality, how do we help adoption of the next generation? How would we build the medicine with the candy for businesses, enterprises, private industry to embrace these technologies, right? So we started really looking at what is required to adopt and um, understand these technologies in a very productive way, right? Right now everybody loves virtual reality, they love the metaverse, but if you look at every single booth out here, there, unfortunately, there's a lot of misappropriation of the word metaverse, AI, yeah. virtual reality. So you can tell there's a very big lack of knowledge. So we started building infrastructure, understanding. I come from an IT MSP background. So I worked with a lot of different industries in the tech field and just pretty much started realizing, okay, this is what's needed. This is the infrastructure that's required. What is the drivers of adoption? Right now, esports, a lot of entertainment technologies, pretty much understanding content creation. We're working with influencers that have a lot of uh, influence in the new age of technology, right? TikTok, YouTube uh, Reels, and that's pretty much what we started focusing on, man. Um, building as much infrastructure and support mechanisms to help these businesses adopt these technologies. So, you know, I, I think that uh Misappropriation is a pretty, pretty big word because someone says it's AI. I'm like, hey, what's AI about it? Is it really AI, or have you just programmed some pre-allocated words? Yeah, yeah, you know. And uh, so, uh, you know, unless you can really look under the hood, you really don't know if exactly. they're actually doing something that is, you know, truly adaptive. But so I guess the question then is, w when you go in and talk with clients, what, what is the kind of the conversation you have with a company? The first conversation is, what is your understanding? How, what, is what has you prepared for the next generation, right? It's, we know AI is coming, virtual reality is coming, spatial computing is almost here. And people immediately, when they think of spatial computing, they immediately think of virtual reality, they think of minority report. And my first question to them is, how do you get your inaccessible, visually impaired employees into these spaces and they immediately, they're shocked. They don't have any sounds for right, them. Right. Spatial computing is using technology to its absolute limit to bring those that don't have the accessibility to get into these spaces, right? Um, one of my biggest passions is trying to see the visually impaired, the audibly impaired in virtual spaces. That's when we're gonna start seeing adoption. That's when people are gonna start realizing, okay, there's value here for remote workers because now there's tools in place for them to have a real sense of presence. You know, and here's, it, this is something that's kind of true to my heart. It's kind of ironic that my first guest today is, um, we work, we're obviously podcasters, but we're streaming live. So when we're streaming live, the closed captions situation is no, it's good on almost all the platforms. 
But for many, many years, when we would put up a podcast as a audio medium, there was no closed caption to go along. So one of the things my personal company did last year was put in place to have closed caption within podcasts. So when people was watching on a web player, they could they could follow along. Now they could always read a transcript. We, we don't have emotion and that stuff yet. It's kind of raw, but it's a start. And here we've been all these years having... Um, helping the, the visual impaired consume content on the web and then the audio folks have been left behind. As a matter of fact, I was talking with someone yesterday that is has a speech impairment. Um, the metaverse can, if people think about, you know, the, you know I think about uh, the metaverse, it's kind of funny, is like the original metaverse was like Second Life. Yeah, you yeah. You know, back in the day. So how, you know, if, if it's, if, if that was, you know, 15 years ago, whatever it was, the Second Life came out, which is still online. Mm-hmm. How do we actually get vision-impaired people into that? I, that's going to be very, very difficult yeah. to navigate. And so th- that's, that's the exciting part, right? Because there's so much technology now that's being born, right? Like augmented reality, artificial intelligence, right? There's a lot of uh, voids and gaps that are being created. Uh, you, you mentioned speech impairments and, and the ability for your let's think of autotune right autotune is actually a tool that kind of it's filling in the gaps and it's adjusting your voice there's going to be tools that will be able to facilitate conversations Mm. even for those that have the inability to speak a a specific language or have the ability to communicate um that's the value it's building that conversation having people understand don't you think those would be the first tools where you know i i know a smithering of spanish but don't you think that'll be the first tools where we're both on Bluetooth and I'll speak English, my whoever I'm talking to will hear it in Spanish and vice versa. I think, you know, those are the types of things that we, I think we need as a, a tech community stuff that just makes us closer. Yes. And makes able to work together. So I'm hoping that continues to evolve along with, you know, what they're technically terming the metaverse I'm a, I'm a big believer in um the metaverse is nothing but uh the the, the pre-beginnings of us trying to figure out the the word to define universal language mm. right because accessibility is nothing for us having the ability to build bridges for us to communicate right. understand and have the empathy in order for us yep. to to connect it with each other and that's the value of all of these technologies kind of like getting into a position where they're turning into building blocks and where now we just need to create okay what is required for me to communicate with this side and what is required for us to build around it and for us to collaborate. collaborate. That's what the metaverse is. That's, it, I, I love um, one of my biggest, uh, a lot of people use Second Life as an example of the metaverse, but I'll give you a more fun one, the Macy's Day Parade, right? Oh. You're, you're, in, you're, you're seeing all types of IPs in floats and blimps. You, saw, you see so much branding and advertising right, right. communication, but you're also interacting with the performers on the streets. It, you are... You have a sense of presence, but you, you feel like you're part of something bigger. You know that it's being broadcasted all across the yep. world. And, and that's the value of, of building the blocks for that. It, it's, the, it's the next forum. It's the next library. Yeah. Um, it's very exciting that we're, it, we're building that. It, and I think there is many definitions of metaverse, and it'll mm-hmm. probably work its way out within the next three yes. to five years and figure out where it's going. Most definitely. Well, again, give people information on where they can reach you. Yes. And and check you out. Yeah. So my company's called Reboot Imagine. Um, you can definitely Google me as Jose the VR Tech. I, I, I kind of carved myself some SEO there, but I'm very active on Twitter, Instagram. Um, I'm part of the F Reality podcast, so I'm very involved awesome. in the technology space. I love talking about this. Um, 
And that's why I decided to build a company, right? A lot of people are in the MSP and the IT services provider industry, but they're kind of focused on technologies that are established. Sure. I'm building a company that kind of sees a snowball that's slowly getting bigger and bigger. Right. CES is proving it. VR is here to stay. Yep. Um, AI, uh, augmented reality is taking off. We're seeing so many reference designs. Glasses are getting better. We're, we're at the glasses yep. uh, form factor stage now. So now it's just building the building blocks to adopt the next generation. So once again, Reboot Imagine, Jose the VR Tech. Thank you much for coming Thank on. Thank you. Have a great show. Thank you as well. Thank you.